0: Hello there. So, for the final time this year, I'm going to do it and it's time to show some love to it. And this time, this is kind of an impromptu one, but I feel it's time to show some love to Margot Robbie. Now, the reason why this is kind of impromptu is if you've seen just this weekend, past weekend, Christmas Christmas weekend, Babylon, her new film, came out in America and completely tanked at the box office. Just, Just did really bad numbers. And to be fair... It's the second film she's had this year that's absolutely tanked, and but because you know, Amsterdam did a couple of months earlier. The thing is, right, she seems to be getting the the sole blame for this. And a phrase that's being thrown around at the moment is that she's box office poison. And it almost seems like people are taking a great deal of glee in this as if they've had it in for her and they're actually really they're taking a lot of glee and they really want to try and just absolutely hammer it home and just I don't know they've just completely turned on her for some reason and I do think it's kind of ludicrous because well there's other people in this notice how Brad Pitt isn't taking any of the blame and neither he should and you know there was tons of other people in Amsterdam like people like Christian Bale of course was in there like literally everyone was in it hell even Taylor Swift was in it the like the biggest star in the world. Oh, like she's only in it for like five minutes, but the, the point is, she was she was advertised for it, and she even had her own character poster and everything like that. So she was people knew she was in it. She and she was like she's like the biggest star in the world. So what I honestly think is kind of happened here with these films that are bombed or that it's the concept rather than anything else because. If you look at Amsterdam, that's a film I've seen, I reviewed it, and I liked it. I'm one of the few people who actually did like it. Now, if you look at that, the people didn't really know what it was about from the trailers. It wasn't clear what it was about. So a lot of the general audiences aren't going to go and see something if it's not clear what it's about. Plus, the other thing is, there was quite a lot of bad publicity going about because there's stories about the way the director, David O. Russell, has been acting. Uh, a lot of uh, stuff has been coming out about the way he behaves on set and the way he, he, he treats people. So if people hear about that, that could put them off. Because, but no, that's not getting the blame. Now just blame Margot Robbie, you know. And then you've got Babylon as well. This is from. It doesn't come in the UK till January. Now I've seen the trailers for this, and I really like the look of it. I actually think it looks like a lot of fun. It, it gives off Wolf of Wall Street vibes. Another Margot Robbie film there. But uh, you know, I, I think you know. This could be. I actually really do want to see it. I think the trailers are really good. Here's the thing, though. It's not entirely clear what it's about, and you know, it's a, it's a three-hour film. It's got, and it's you know, it's about nineteen twenties Hollywood. I mean, how many of the general audience care about that? You know, if we're being honest here, you know, maybe it's some, maybe it's the concept that's made it bomb. Plus, it's three hours. So there's going to be less showtimes, and guess what? There's a I don't know, don't, don't know if you've noticed, but there's another three-hour film out that's uh, taking up quite a lot of the screens as well. So that probably played a part. It's not the only reason, but no, let's just let's just blame Margot Robbie for it. And then uh, it's and it's not just the usual suspects. I mean, they're all kicking in, like you know those fandom menace type assholes on YouTube, the usual assholes. You know, if you type in box office on YouTube and things like that. What you're now starting to see is quite a lot of things saying, "Is Margot Robbie box office poison?" And it's like, and it's yeah, you, the usual people are doing it, you know. And there's this guy, uh, Yellow Flash, and honestly, he, there's about three different videos he's got about the box office, well, with Margot Robbie and the and the <laughs> thumbnail. It's like. It's almost, and he's just, he is really an absolute boring fuck. He's just one of these guys, he just talks like this and I unironically calls everything walk. He's just like one of those people, you know. It's like, did, did, did he used to go to high school or something like that with a hot blonde Australian chick that looked like Margot Robbie who just either took the piss out of him or rejected him because he seems to, he seems to be pretty obsessed with... Uh, having, going, having a go at her. And then, of course, you've got. I've seen another one today. I didn't see the video, but thankfully, because I typed it in just out of curiosity. I typed in Margot Robbie again just to see what was coming up. And then there we have it. There's this utter annoying cunt called Josiah Rises or something like that. And he's got a video. I see a, vid, uh, a, a sea of thumbnail saying, Margot Robbie's career is over. And you're sort of thinking, Ugh. How how obsessed can you be? Because he's another one of these guys. Calls everything woke. He's got an annoying. And you talks annoying voice like this, and you're just like. And he is a literal. I'm have the misfortune of seeing some of these videos before, and he has a literal neck beard. I'm not joking. No, it's not just saying, oh, what about your neck beards or something like that. No, he has literally a fucking neck beard. You know. And it's weird to me, it's like I don't really get what the the glee is that they've got what their problem with Margot Robbie is it's not like she's ever came out and said a load of things like attacking the fans and things like that or said a load of bullshit or said a load of woke stuff or so much, you know, she's never been like that so I don't honestly get why they really got in for her now. And it's not just them. There's actually other places as well, like other YouTube videos that, that are actually show, showing this, but ones I've never heard of as well, putting this, oh, Margot Robbie's box office poison. And I was like, that seems to be the 3s they're throwing about. Now, Well, it's true that, of course, there have been bombs, back-to-back bombs within the space of two months, you can also throw back to, you know, Birds of Prey didn't do well. Suicide Squad didn't do well box office-wise, unfortunately. Fantastic film, though it is. But there were you, you can take a look at the reasons for that, and you can go back and blame the first Suicide Squad. Now, I like that film. I'm one of the few, but most people didn't. So, you know, uh, but one of the few things that was takeaways from that is even people who didn't like that film liked Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. They said she was the one bright spot of it. Now, throw it back, though. If you didn't like that film, when Birds of Prey comes out, you're not going to go and see it because, you know, you didn't like the other film that was connected to... And then when the next The Suicide Squad came out, again, you didn't like the first one, I'm not going to go and see the next one, no matter who's in it. That's that's just the way of thumb, that's just the way it is. And, you know, chances are, though, if you, if you did another Suicide Squad after this one, it would actually do well because people seen it, who, who did see it, liked it, word got round. And then chances are, another or another Harley Quinn film or whatever, it would probably do a lot better. Chances are, because now you've got the momentum from that film because people seen it, liked it. Take a look at Peacemaker, for example. That was a spinoff from that. I actually became successful because people got around to seeing The Suicide Squad, heard of it was good, checked out Peacemaker, and now you're back on track. So, there you go. It's just a thought there. So, but the whole thing about... And the other thing to talk about with Margot's box office, right, right. I'll say this, as a Margot Robbie fan and everything like that, I absolutely love her, she's brilliant. I will admit this. Her name on a, on its own is not a box office draw, because the numbers don't lie. Let's be real, the numbers do not lie. However, not many people are these days. Come on, let's be honest. I remember Brad Pitt's in this film, one of the biggest stars in the world in the last 30 years and you know and he shouldn't be taking any blame for it as well so let's by the way toby maguire's in this film as well i remember a year ago everyone was desperate to see toby maguire. everyone was like oh yeah toby we love it and it was amazing everyone loved toby maguire and now he's in another film after that and they they don't go they don't care you know see the thing is it's not so much the stars that drive the films it's the concept it's the It's just or franchises, we'll get to that in a minute, by the way, we'll get to the next one, because, and I was trying to think, you know, these people saying, oh, Margot Robbie's bulk filled with poison, like, all these fucking stupid YouTubers, just remember one thing, one week ago, if you typed in box office on YouTube, these same people were making countless videos saying, Avatar 2 underperforms, Avatar 2 flops. One week later, it's already made a billion dollars, and they've and they've shut up about that. So they went on to the next thing, almost as if they're trying to deflect away from that. You, you, you hope to hope that people don't realise how stupid they are. You see where I'm getting? From, you see where I'm coming from with this? And then what what you also get is, is I, I I think I know why it is now. It's kind of just dawned on me why they've actually got it in for. Her. It's because she was meant to be in that Pirates of the Caribbean thing, but I think apparently now it's been cancelled. And, you know, I don't think it should have happened, to be honest. I I said that a few months ago. I said said that you don't do Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny Depp. You know, you just can't. It's going to fail no matter who you put in it. Man, woman, doesn't matter. It's going to fail. Public doesn't want it. No. I think that's what's rubbed them the wrong way because they knew that it was going to be a woman in the Pirates of the Caribbean and, of course, it'll be woke and all that. So, you know, I think that's why they've now started to turn their attention on her. It makes a change, though, from them picking on Brie Larsling constantly. But, you know, the other thing, though, you talk about, they'll probably say that Margaret Robbie's woke and things like that. A couple of years ago, or nearly three years ago now, when Birds of Prey was due to be released... She did a, an interview you know, with WWE's Alexa Bliss, right? And it was a great little interview. It was fantastic. Loved it. And you know, Margot in the film says, in the interview says, this is a great film for guys and women and guys to go and see she wasn't sitting there being a complete shrill feminist saying oh yes this is just for women women in action films yes women yeah this is a great film for women to see no he was saying she was saying this is a film for women and guys to see and go enjoy and she was right i enjoyed it but you know it's my it's my cup of tea it's not going to be everywhere else's that's fine but she was actually just saying it's for everyone she wasn't pushing away the guys and things like that, which some people do in those things. I mean, I could understand almost them having Glee if, say, Jennifer Lawrence had uh, comes out and ha- has an absolute box office bomb. I could sort of understand it because she comes across as quite unlikable. She really does because he, and with her saying things like, well, in The Hunger Games, it was the first time a, a woman was in an action film. You're like, what? <laughs> what? You know, Ellen Ripley says hello, you know. <laughs> But uh, you know, <laughs> uh, but that was and and that actually wasn't. I I wondered when I seen it in in print was that taken out of context. Then I seen the clip and it's like no, she actually did say that. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, fuck's sake, oh, dear. Anyway. I, I digress. But, you know, Margot Robbie doesn't say things like that. It's not like she comes out saying, yeah, we don't want white men in films and things like that. She doesn't say shit like that. She's actually quite laid back. She doesn't play politics as well. She's not out there telling you who to vote for. Things like that. I've never heard her do anything like that. You know, she's just she's just quite charming. <laughs> just like that. She comes across so well in interviews and things. So always smiling, always happy. Never dissing anyone or anything or preaching to you. But, it's a weird one. Why they went after? I think it's because of the Pirates of the Caribbean thing. And to be fair, you know, whatever. Uh, it's a strange one though. But speaking of which, though, as I say, it's more concepts and franchises itself than the stars itself. Barbie in July. Let's see how this goes because all the buzz of this is really positive so far. All I've seen is people saying that they're quite excited for this film, and the the teaser trailer got a great reception, and everything like that. So. I'll say one thing, if this fails, if that does do badly at the box office, then there's a problem. However, I don't think it will. I think if the momentum of this keeps up, that this film could actually be very successful and launch, if, and there you go. Even if, say, Margot's doing her, her other films, like the, the more Oscar bait type films, and then this really takes off and actually does make a lot, if this makes a lot of money, you can be guaranteed this is a franchise now. They're going to do more of these, so she could have her own, literally her own franchise. And if she still does Harley Quinn, I don't know what's going to be happening with that, with the whole James Gunn DC thing. Hopefully, he keeps her on that. Uh, so I'd love to see more of her as Harley. But you know, of course, Lady Gaga's is doing it in the separate thing with with Joker, so that's cool as well. But you know, if 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 Barbie really hits big at the box office and there's a good chance it will, that's her own franchise launched. Even if Greta Gerwig doesn't want to do all the films and things like that, she might want to make go and make other films. You know, if Margot's attached to this, that's her own franchise now. And she can then make money from that, or have movies that make money and do her more small-scale films as well, which she's great at as well. like likes I, Tonya and things like that. So, you know, there you have it. So, And if... And I really do hope Barbie's great and I hope it hits big because you can then go back and see all these videos and see these headlines and shove it right in their stupid fucking faces again. But they'll try and forget about that, of course. Like, they've already moved on and tried to forget about how they were saying Avatar's left no cultural relevance and nobody remembers Avatar. It's been too long. And Avatar's underperforming. A week later, already made a billion dollars. Like, I'm like... "Mm." Okay, sweep that one under the rug, okay? So, <laughs> there you have it. Anyway, this, just thought well, it was time to show some love to Margot Robbie. She's absolutely awesome. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if anyone would know about Poison, it would be poisonous YouTubers. So, there you have it. Margot Robbie's great. The YouTubers suck. And there's apparently there's articles and things being written about it as well, but, eh, whatever, never mind. anyway. Thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen, and goodbye.